Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. So, Lisa, ex-people pleaser, caught up. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Carly Nimmo. Whatever. Carly set the low bar, Nimmo. Yeah. Um, so, I wanted to talk to you today about something that happened in your business recently that probably would have pushed those people-pleasing buttons, I imagine, and that is the wonderful world of... Dun, dun, dun. Refunds. Refunds. <laughs> nice harmonizing. Yeah. Um, fix that up, Neil. Make it harmonize. Yeah. <laughs> Auto tune. <laughs> Auto tune, anyone? Anyway. Post production. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So, my, um, my program, Small Steps Back to You, I love that program. Um, I've had, you know, lots and lots of people through that program. And this round, I, it was probably one of the biggest rounds that we've had. Oh no, maybe the first one was. And I've had two people just say, Hey, um, love everything Lisa does, but the course isn't what I expected it was going to be. I've kind of done this stuff before. I have a really, really generous refund period. I always want people, oh, people <laughs> to, um, to feel like, you know, they have a, a get out clause or something um so the it's like a 30-day refund period and it's a five-week program so uh it's like they can basically go through the program and then say this wasn't right and it's by the way refund being tightened up post this episode (laughs) well yes and no because what I want is for people to have a really great experience. I don't want them, if it really hasn't delivered, I've got no problems um, giving them back their money. But what, you know, I can remember like, oh, when I used to manage my own inbox, this stuff would get to me a lot more because there's, there's, there's a few times in which people have asked for money back. When people, when we tell people, that their month, their yearly renewal for the membership is coming up. And I think we send them two emails before that, or maybe three to just give them a heads up that it's coming. And then it takes them by surprise. And, and they're like, you've taken this money out. This is really dodgy, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, I did everything that I could in order to make you know, like help you know, but you know, it's not my intention to be in the business of taking money sneakily from people. So, um, I, I, you know, definitely, you know, all of this stuff is icky as fuck. Mm. And um, because totally. I'm also running a business and I am um, making projections on what I can spend money on based on the income that I'll receive. Uh, I do very much give a lot of notice for this stuff. People understand it's a membership program. Um, we make that quite clear when they purchase, but still people miss it. So, but Anyway, I mean, this, this back to you thing, what I would have totally thrown me two years ago. But what I, when it happens now, if people are like, hey, this is not what I expected, all I see is an opportunity. Well, number one, I accept that I can't please everyone 100%. Like refunds are not a reflection on me. 
there's a mismatch between, you know, you, I over tell people what they're going to get. There's a lot of emails explaining. There's FAQs. There's long sales pages. There's videos from me. There's Facebook Lives. There's webinars. There's so much opportunity for people to really understand and me to be really honest about what people are getting inside a program because I don't want this situation. Mm. I don't want them to pull out their wallet and not get something out of it. So what I see it for now is an opportunity to learn about what people felt like they would be receiving, what I could potentially do for them to be able to make them have a better experience and get the result that they wanted and use it as a product improvement process, all the while knowing that there's some people that you can never please. Um, There's also people who will just ask for refunds because they need the money back. And, you know, you've got to be kind of okay with that. But I use it to engage in a conversation with people who trusted me and who like me and not that that's sort of important, but they always kind of say, I love everything Lisa does. I was really excited to join, but this has fallen short. And I just want to know the reasons why and what I could potentially do because if they felt like this was the right thing for them and it hasn't delivered on its promise, I guess I just... I just use it as an opportunity to improve my product, change up the delivery, cater for different styles of learners. You know, there's always so much to learn. And and as and as online programs getting more well, I think a lot of people have done some before and their expectations might be a little different. And some people are charging really low amounts for really high value courses. Some people are charging really high amounts for not that much. Yeah. Um, then it's a savvier marketplace now and they've got things to compare it to. And they've got, they come with their own expectations of what it might be. And I, that's not in my control, but I certainly think that there's opportunities to improve all the time. So, I'm like, oh my God, the product's a failure. Two people have contacted me saying this wasn't <laughs> expected. Um, you know, I go into the depths of, you know, we're about to put this on an evergreen funnel. Like I, I want, I want to be promoting this and having that, the webinar out there and people jumping in and, and it being delivered evergreen. So slightly changing the style of delivery. And I'm like, maybe, maybe this is not the right product. And Mel's like, Lisa two people in almost 800 mm. who have gone through that program. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. so, dear. comes in of like, I've failed. But I like my business head is like, yeah, this is, a, this is an important conversation. I'm really glad you've, you've shared this with me. I am personally replying to you because how you're feeling matters. And, of course, we'll give you the refund. But I'd really love to learn a bit more about you. So interesting, and- right, because so many people approach it from – well, step number one, someone asks for a refund, take it really personal, get mm. very defensive. You know, I can't mm. tell you how mm-hmm. many threads I see in like, like-minded bitches drinking wine or, you know, any of those entrepreneurial, um, groups, Facebook that groups. Facebook groups yeah. that we're in. People get very, very angry and bitter towards people who ask for refunds because they do take it really personally and feel like they're being, often manipulated or ripped off by the end user. So that ref- that that approach is so refreshing and and I know from, you know, I remember that was it the day you were doing the event with Jude 
in Melbourne, were you? Is that what? Oh, and you had the person yes. from KVR who had said that they no, were. that was the that was the marketing bundle that I'd created, and it was something totally new for me to do. I worked on these, and I was like, okay, because uh, I think it's the newbies who want some information. I'm going to put together this marketing bundle of trainings, and blah blah. blah. And I was so nervous because it was so out of my comfort zone. And it was definitely uh, when you were like. I don't want to be an online marketer who teaches online marketing. <laughs> right. I was, I was, I was hardcore resisting that yeah. the, the total obvious, but I thought I'm just going to do this and just see how it flies. And this woman wrote and she's like, hi, Lisa, I'm due to be coming to your event tomorrow with Jude and in Melbourne, but I now have question marks about what I'm going to receive at that event because of the quality of the marketing bundle that I paid for. I don't have much money. So investing this 197 was a big deal for me. And I'm very disappointed. It's nothing that I haven't heard before, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, it's, it's base level information. I was like, well, I, I think I did advertise it as that, as you know, this is the, the basics, <laughs> um, like a copywriting and webinars and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, I was shattered. I was like, like, number one, I'm going to have to see this woman tomorrow. And she is so. So awkward. That, like, it just, you know, that feeling where you know, you know, there's going to be some form of confrontation and it's just so awkward. You're in this space of like waiting for it. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Something like that. Just like, I I can't even concentrate because I know I'm going to see you somewhere tonight or whatever oh god um kind of like that Mm. um so I responded to her and I said you know look I I think I kind of like resent the sales page and said you know I'd really like to know where I went wrong with like I just I don't know how we started the conversation but that it, it really was this and then she ended up coming back saying something like look my problem is that I've learned all this stuff. I've invested so much over the years and I'm still not doing anything. So it actually had nothing to do with me and the content that I put out there that other people absolutely loved. It was all to do with her. And I feel like with Back to You, potentially these people were like, it's nothing that I haven't heard before. And I thought, well, you're still investing in courses to help you with your overwhelm, to help Mm. you get to know yourself. So you might think that you've done the work or you might have heard this before, but have you really committed? Have you really gone there, sat with this stuff, attended all of my implementation sessions, you know, done all of that kind of stuff? Because if you're still stuck, but you're still buying the things, I just wonder, you know, what, so what is it that you really need? And so, yeah, it was, and then met the girl, met, she ended up writing back to me. I was writing this at about 1030 at night in my sister's spare room. And she, yeah, she just said, uh, or was it, was it Amy's event or was it Jude's? I can't remember. Anyway, I, you know, I met her and she's like, you know, really thank you for taking the time to do this. I can see exactly where I'm not doing things, had nothing to do with you. You present the information really clearly and succinctly. Congratulations. I, you know, and then she was kind of just like, you, I just see you out there producing stuff all the time and I'm still sitting on my hands. I'm still doing nothing and her business was something around babies and 
um, mum, like mums of young babies, midwifery, something. And, uh, and she was just frustrated with herself. So it's never about us. Yeah. That's why you should never take it personally. Yeah. So I guess the, the key takeaways from that are like, number one, don't take refunds personally because they're not necessarily personal. It's usually something about where the person's at, not you or your product. Though, it's always worth engaging with that person to find out if there mm. is actually something that needs attention or, mm. um, you know, uh, what's the word? That like? we can add. Yeah, that we can that you can add. Yeah. Yep. Is there, are there holes that need to be filled? Are there gaps? Um, yeah. And then there was a third one, which period brain won't let me think of. Well, I'll just chime in there and say one of the women that I engaged with on, in Back to You, she was sort of saying, I want more homework. I want more things to do. And the whole sort of point of that program has often been was to kind of just not bombard them mm. with stuff and information, was really to just give them the tools to just sit by themselves, to, to write stuff out, to to have things that they can come back to time and time and time again. But there's some people who want the checklists. There's some people who want the next step. And I can absolutely do that. So, yeah, that kind of, I was like, that's really valuable for me to know that there are those types of learners who they come in and they want to be told what to do. So don't just tell me, don't just give me this and ask me to reflect and I'll know what to do with that. Tell me yeah. how this plays out. Tell me what to do on the back of this. Um, give me the actions. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to kind of add that into the course in the next round. Yeah. So I guess every refund has the potential or the possibility of being a really great learning experience. Yeah. But also be careful of victims. So be yes. careful of constant complainers. You know, a, a course that I'm in, um, has changed its, uh, delivery for its, for people who have invested quite a bit of money to go to, um, uh, well, like get a much higher membership experience. They've, they've moved from delivering that via a Facebook group to delivering it via Slack. Mm. And people are feeling really disconnected. People are hating having to learn something new. Like there was just this whole thread of like, I don't feel very connected. This is just giving me something else to do. And the people who are delivering it are like, hmm, thought we were treating you like a business owner, um, trying to get you away from the Facebook vortex. Uh, there is actually a really simple video explaining all of these concerns that you have and how to use this to best effect. Uh, but they're just like, I'm out, you know, blah, blah, blah. If I knew it was going to be this, more. And it's sometimes there's just a huge resistance to change. Mm. There's a huge resistance to doing something differently. And as you would always say, like, observe yourself in these moments, observe your resistance to trying yeah. a new delivery method um, yes, because they, if they were observing themselves, they were just basically like, so you want to stay in Facebook? You want to stay constantly distracted? You want to be a part of a group where it's really difficult to search stuff? You don't want to bring your attention to a system that is way more catered for, uh, for you to be able to move through things faster. Whoa, whoa. Like where else are you doing that in your business and your life? So, you know, there's people who, who will complain and, yeah. you know, that gives pe other people permission to kind of jump on board and vent their stuff instead of kind of going, okay, how can I take responsibility for what I am or am not getting here? 
I am a big person. <laughs> no one's going to fix me. Sometimes, I, you know, everyone who's running online programs wants to hear feedback from the people doing it um, from them. They absolutely want to be delivering a great user experience. But, you know, there's also just... There's and also just- on, on that front, right, like when it comes to... So say with Find Your Freak, I was asking everyone how they're finding the delivery of the content, if they're enjoying, you know, the short, sharp podcast episodes. And, you know, and and engaging with those people has, you know, they give feedback like, oh, you know, I'd really like more connection. Well, that's great. This course is just a, you know, an introduction. It doesn't have live calls or anything attached to it, but it's great that you want more connection because the next offering I have is going to take that to the next level. So, you know, we're going to do this work and then we can dive deep into it in an intimate group and do something that's really way more connected. So I feel like sometimes we can take that feedback on and make all the changes that, you know, because we think that it's lacking when actually it's perfectly fine as it is. It's a different offer. It's a different offer, yes. And there will always be people who want the fast track and might want to work with you one-on-one. There'll always be the people who are like, I've done this. What else have you got for me? And being able to recognize that you are right is a really, really important distinction. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the refund request, this is the, you know, the reframe, the refund, refund request. (laughs) That was hard to say. Reframe the refund request. Yeah, it's just, once again, it's just an opportunity for learning, an opportunity for you to get to know the people who are investing in you, and it's definitely not personal. And you take on board what you take on board and you, you know, and and you don't Except take you on. Can't please everyone. Yeah, that's it. That's it because you can't and you'll fucking die just, trying. And the bigger you get, the more refund requests that you'll receive. And it's just, it's just, you know, in my mastermind um with James it's it's definitely a conversation that a lot of us have is how to minimize refund requests people also just shirk their payments and mm. you never hear from them and they just they just do not pay their payment plans and then they they just disappear and you know there's a lot of money lost in payment plans i must say mm. i shouldn't say that out loud but it is definitely there is. an area it's is definitely an area of the business that you need to have your systems and your procedures and everyone needs to be aware of what happens in those situations. And I'm glad my team know to come to me when there is a refund request and, and I can take that conversation further myself. Cool. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Refunds. It means you're making it. Yeah. Sure. Well, it means you've got customers, so right. <laughs> so that's a good. Someone thing. has bought something from you, so. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, until next week. <laughs> Woo. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.